Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is when it starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. We continue in Philippians, the fourfold secret of outrageous, contagious joy. And today we're going to look at the unselfish attitude of a joyful servant from Philippians chapter 2, verses 15 through 18. Selfish people do only that which is best for them. If it does not make their life better or easier or more comfortable, they're not, gonna, they're not going there. What's in it for me seems to be the foundational question when it comes to serving today. What a difference from the way Paul viewed life, especially his life. A careful reading of Philippians 2, 15 through 18 is not just convicting. It will humble you to the core if you let it penetrate your heart. Basically, Paul was saying, I may never get out of this prison alive. I may be poured out as a sacrificial offering. How? I don't know. Maybe beheaded like John or stoned like Stephen. Either way, if I give my life for you, Lord, and for you, those I'm serving, if I die for you, I rejoice. Most of us are not willing to die for others. God may not ask you to die, but he would be pleased if you would simply live for others. Ministries all over our country and our world are in desperate need of full-time vocational Christian workers. If you are prone to ask, what's in it for me? You probably should not consider a life of ministry. If you want to experience true, outrageous, contagious joy by serving others, then full-time vocational ministry may be the way you should direct your life focus. I love asking little kids, hey, what do you want to be when you grow up? I love asking teens, what do you want to do when your life, uh, with your life when you're like really, really old, like 32? In a way, I should change my questions too. What do you think God wants you to be when you grow up? Or what do you think God has gifted you to do with your life someday? You see, Paul lived with an eternal focus. He was not afraid to die. In fact, he looked forward to dying. He did not grovel in regrets because he spent his entire life uh, making money for a name for himself, but found his joy in watching those he served, preached to, prayed for, cried for, counseled, comforted, and confronted, live for God. Full-time ministry has its joys and sorrows. At times, it's a thrill to serve, and other times, you wonder if you'll make it through another day. Never be afraid to pray about anything. Can I say that again? Never be afraid to pray about anything. Have you lately asked God what he wants you to do with your life? Pastor of a local church? Christian school teacher? Local church music pastor? Foreign missionary? Christian camp cook or caretaker? Church secretary? Christian college professor? Christian school coach? Administrator? We live in a dark world. In some ways, it is good to be scared of the dark. But sadly, there are those who love the darkness as it seems to help their attempt to keep their sinfulness in secret. Selfish wickedness is painfully revealed by the light of God's word. The word of life specifically refers to the gospel of Jesus Christ. The gospel offends some and comforts others. At one point, Jesus offended many, driving them away as he shared the words of life and then asked his 12 apostles, will you go away also? I love Peter's answer, Lord, to whom would we go? You have the words that give eternal life. We believe and know that you are the Holy One of God. Paul looked forward to the day of Christ with confidence, knowing that he would or could never be accused of being lazy, apathetic, or complacent. He ran and he labored. 
He ran in such a way that every spiritual muscle in his body was stretched and strained to the point of exhaustion. He labored until his strength was depleted. He did not quit. He did not tire. He did not give up because the pressure was too great. He was confident that he would someday rejoice in the very presence of Jesus Christ. He ran and labored with absolutely no regrets. Have you ever been on the verge of giving up? In what ways do you struggle with apathy or laziness in regards to the normal disciplines of the Christian life, like reading, praying, serving, obeying? Wouldn't it be great to be able to stand before God with no regrets in each of these areas? When Paul wrote, Yea, and if I be offered upon the sacrifice and service of your faith, he was actually saying, I may never get out of this situation alive. I may be poured out as a libation, that's an, an act that the pagan worshipers did with their chalice of wine before or after a meal, either to gain favor or soften the anger of their gods. If I give my life for you, and if I die for you, I joy and I rejoice. Most of us have never had to sacrifice for the cause of Christ. Paul gave up comfort, prestige, and now possibly his life in order to serve Christ. Whatever sacrifice we think we have or will make pales in comparison with the sacrifice of our Heavenly Father uh, offered for salvation. Paul said, I joy and rejoice with you all. This is joy on purpose. Paul's joy was not based on comfort or convenience, but was based on the accomplishment of his mission in life, that Jesus Christ's death, burial, and resurrection be preached for all to hear. There is no joy like seeing one of your friends saved or one of your Christian friends gaining victory over a sinful habit because of your love and your concern and your counsel. Lord, I don't think I could be as optimistic about dying as Paul. Please give me such a love for you and others that I would be willing even to die for both you and for them. Hey, our time's up. But remember, this is the day the Lord made. Let's rejoice. Let's be glad in it. And I hope that you really do have a good day.